0: I think as you already know by now, our theme for this Advent and Christmas season is joy. All right, joy. And our theme song is Joy to the World. We're taking a verse from this uh, traditional hymn each Sunday, both to sing and to focus on. Yes, when Jesus came to earth from heaven... The eternal Son of the Father, he came to bring good news to us all. And to see what kind of good news he came to bring, we need to look at Luke chapter two verse 10, to hear again what the shepherds, or excuse me, what the angels spoke to the shepherds. The angels said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Great joy for all the people. And Luke 2 verse 10 is going to be our Advent watchword. We know as as Moravians, one of our customs is to choose watchwords uh, at the beginning of every new year, and we're going to do that the first Sunday in January. And a watchword is is a a verse of Scripture, a verse of God's Word to keep with us all throughout the year, Uh, meaning to to look at constantly or as often as possible, to keep watch over. That's why it's a watchword. Word, a word to, to fill us up and to guide us. And it's something you don't always have to do just at the beginning of the year. There can be other scriptures. You might have uh, a life verse or, or more than one life verse. I know I have a few. Some, a few of those verses of the Bible that are kind of my personal watchwords that I go back to again and again. So that's something we can do in our lives uh, of faith as we follow Jesus. But this is our Advent watchword. Luke 2.10. The angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. The good news of Jesus being born in Bethlehem, the humble yet heavenly king, is that the joy of heaven can now be accessible on the earth. That is now what has happened. Some of heaven now has come down to infiltrate the earth. We sung the first verse of joy to the world already, and we're going to conclude the service in just a little bit, singing it one more time. But I want us to take a few moments to look at this very first verse. And I'm not going to sing the solo here, so I'm just going to read it this time. Okay, you don't want that. You don't want that. So there is now joy to the world and there is now joy in the world because the Lord has come. The one, the only one that can transform hearts, that can forgive sins, that can give us the destiny of heaven. Then we hear... Let earth receive her king. You see, we have a choice. We have been given a free will. The choice now to either accept or to reject Jesus as the king. See, it is in accepting, in the receiving of Jesus' kingship in our heart of hearts that makes joy possible. We go right to our first point today. The classic hymn and the Bible make it abundantly clear that joy is now possible because Jesus has come. I think a lot of us wonder sometimes, I know we do, I know we do, about Joy being possible. Sometimes I know it feels impossible, but we need to rise up in faith and in hope. There's you no know, joy is possible. Let's go again to verse 1 of Joy to the World for just a moment. And here in the second line, very important, let every heart prepare him room. Here again, there is a decision of faith. That each of us must make. Why is it that so many of us feel that there is a great deficit of joy in our lives? I know we feel it. I just know. And I've said before, uh, a joyless Christian should be an oxymoron. Okay? a joyless Christian. As I started to allude to already, I know there are times that we struggle. I'm not up here to try to fool you or, or, or say something we know is just not right. Okay, We struggle with pain. We struggle with loss. We struggle with doubt and confusion. That's true. We're human. And yes... Even Christians can have bad days. I'm not saying we're not going to have bad days. We do. We never, and this is a church, we never raise our nose or or seem pious, so pious and and perfect that that we look down on others thinking that that we're something special and, and we don't sin. No, we do. But we... Look to the one who is perfect. That's what we do as Christians. The one who came from heaven to earth, the only perfect one. So we look to him. We'll never claim to be perfect or righteous on our own. You know what we claim? We just claim to be saved and forgiven. Amen. Amen. And so though it's true that we're going to have some bad days, We need to make it our earnest endeavor and our earnest prayer this Advent season to be more open to joy. Will you do this with me? That's what I'm going to try to do as your pastor, as your brother. I'm going to try to be more open to the joy that Jesus wants to give. Will you be open with me? Let your heart prepare him room by preparing room for joy. That's an important point right there. Let your heart prepare him room by preparing room for joy. This is what we're going to be about this season as a congregation. And it's going to be good. I'm going to believe the Lord for that. It's going to be good. It's going to be meaningful. And now, from the last line of Joy to the World, we hear, and heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing. And here's what we learn from that verse we learn that heaven is already singing with joy. Heaven is already singing. The angels and those, our brothers and sisters, have gone before us. They're already singing with joy. And now the Lord wants us down here in the nature of the world to sing with joy as well. You see that? Heaven is singing. Heaven and nature sing. That means he wants us down here before we go up there as a part of our faith, to sing with joy and to live with joy. And so how are we going to do that this season? What are, what are some of our spiritual assignments, our faith assignments that we're going, we're going to take on? And here it is, as we start to close up this message this morning. Start writing down moments of joy. You know, there's some people that journal a lot, like my wife. She's got like 20 journals already filled, and she just keeps going, and it's great. You can look back and see things that happened with the children and with with life, okay? Uh, I don't journal very much, but I have this one here, and every now and again I try to write something down to remember, and that's important. That God's given me. And so I want you to know, I have started, it's on this page right here. Uh, I've started this past week because I'm never going to uh, do anything or, or, or that I don't, or, I mean, I'm not going to ask you to do something that I'm not willing to do. That kind of thing. So I've started my page of, in my journal, Moments of Joy. And so whether in your journal or a piece of paper at home, a notebook, like wherever, just wherever, in your phone, you create a note on your phone. But I want you to do that. I want you to start taking note of moments of joy that Jesus gives you. And then start memorizing our Advent watchword, Luke 2.10. It's a short verse, but it is powerful. I guarantee you as you memorize it and go back to it, the Lord will fill you with peace and joy. Now, actually, I want to, before we close, I want to just share uh, just a little bit, a few of my, uh, my moments of joy from my journal, and I'm hoping to add to this. And I'm hoping maybe starting next week, uh, in these coming weeks of Advent, maybe you'll share some of your moments of joy with the congregation. So here are some, here are some of mine. Uh, Seeing greatness Crazy hair in the morning. Okay. okay. Gotta give some love to my firstborn my son here. Uh, I, I, Gray, I, I wasn't gonna show a picture up here. I thought about it. <laughs> I took a picture one I, mean, I, I took a picture, and I'll show our family. Uh, if he allows me, maybe I'll show it next week. But I uh, make him wake up in the morning, hat hair. It is going every direction. And I just was like, oh, that brought me joy, just seeing that hair. Okay, another one is how uh, one morning at Seeing our Christmas tree lit And the beautiful snowfall Outside the window Brought me joy Sister Barb Johnson uh, Came to church Recently to walk And uh, they needed some help Closing the lockbox And I I went over And uh, that was a God appointment I got to spend time with her And a friend that was with her But uh, I found my keys That I was missing (laughs) My my keys whether the house, or the church I, I didn't know where they were I ended up finding the keys by going over to whole me. So that brought me joy. I made a visit uh, this past week in Hope, and it was on uh, one of the cold days we had. It was, uh, a son who lives with his father, and I had joy as I stood in their living room in front of their, uh, that was an antique heater from years ago, right in their living room. And he was putting out some wonderful heat. And I come out of the cold, so we just kind of stood around there and just talked and, and hung out together. I felt joy with that, that nice heat in the living room that day. Uh, the last one I'll say is uh, seeing uh, little Tyler. I think he left. He left the service um, earlier, but uh, little Tyler Jackson uh, just this past week uh, hugging his mom and he held her tight. He said, "I love you, mommy," <laughs> and that was uh, yeah joy. I love you, mommy. <laughs> All right. What moments of joy will you write down? The moments will be there. You're not going to always feel joy all the time. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that God will give you moments of joy. It will brighten your day and brighten the days of others. See, this world may bring momentary happiness, But Jesus has come and will continue to come into our hearts to bring deep and abiding joy. So I want you to be on the lookout for moments of joy that Jesus gives you this season. Look for, be open to, and then treasure those moments of joy. Let's pray.